This is Jeff Leato of Lokoi TV, and I'm interviewing Jody. And Jody, what is your title here? I am currently the director of Sanctuary Center of Chicago. For my family, you know, my dad believes he had these uh, troubles and with his his foot and everything like that. And so when you know they went to finally their travelers, so every July they would do road trips, him and my mom. So they're like, this time we're gonna go up to Montreal and all that before we went. So they went to Kanawaki where uh, St. Catherine's tomb is at. And my dad went there and he went by her tomb and he prayed and prayed with her. And then he's like, after he was done praying, he sat down and he was like, that pain he had for so many years, felt. he says he didn't feel it no more. At that time, you know, he felt like the miracle that he that his prayers were answered that that pain was no longer and even when up to whenever you know was passing that pain wasn't there no more though okay so sister patricia mulkey what similarities do you think that she would see in what she was trying to do with what you're trying to do the biggest similarity is just the humbleness of trying to keep these doors open and have people come here to be have a place of for spirituality and for prayer whether it be you know incorporating our traditional way and the catholic way or just sometimes even just being more traditional style of prayer versus catholic but just having the native american people come here and pray and keep the doors God alive here god-centered sense of community Yes, because this is the only place in the state of Illinois now. There was another Catholic ministry that was Anglican, I believe, with Father Powell, but St. Augustine's closed a few years ago, and now we're the only Native American. Do you ever have a powwow here? Yes, we have powwow all the time, at all least once time. a year, uh, the big powwow. And uh, is it open to the public? Yes, it? it's open to the public. It's on May 16, 2020 on a Saturday. And usually we have a grand entry at one o'clock and then another one in the evening about like 5.30 or six o'clock. That's a wonderful time for non-Native Americans to come and learn about our culture also and to experience our dance and song at the same time. Our leadership circle is uh, kind of equivalent to a board of directors or a parish council. So because we're smaller and we're unique, so the name was started before me though. So we call them leadership circles because in Native Americans, everything's a circle. There's no excluding, you know, you know, the children belong in the circle, you know, the, the elders and the youth and, you know, the young adults and us. So it's... So nobody's left out. So circles are always important to us. So that's why we called it a leadership circle. It's not a hierarchy, you know, we're all in a circle of sharing. Nobody's higher than each other, you know. A son, for example, doesn't know what it's really like to be a son until he is a father. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and then the person who has a gift in one area is using it for the center yes and another has got a different gift and that's the idea and that's very native american yes so everybody in our leaf circle has like a special unique kind of gift they bring but everybody in this world has a unique special gift mm -hmm. they bring to this world you know mm -hmm. and it's up to us to 
share that gift with each other and embrace and build each other up, you know, make yes. each other stronger. People were always asking us, like, what is Anawam Center, you know? So we always had to explain who we were because of we're so diverse in tribes. There's 150 different tribes represented in the city of Chicago. So not to favor one tribe, they picked Anawam, which was like a Greek word that meant humble and meek, the ones distant from their land. So we're always trying to explain that. And so when we did the relocation and move, we're like, this is a good time to revitalize our mission, our name and everything. So uh, Blessed Kateri was up and coming saint that we're praying for during that time. So we thought it would be honor and humbling to be named after her. And that would be more self-identifiable, especially within the Catholic community, you know, of who we are. So. We did that name change then when we relocated here. We originally were looking at a storefront across the street from St. Ben's. Okay. And so at that time, the ED of Parish Life and Formation was like, well, let me see the pastor St. Ben's and see how, you know, being across the street from each other. So the pastor then was Father Bevan and says like, oh, you know, well, how, well, in the meantime, why don't you come here? the old convent nobody's using it we can utilize the space for now but at that time he couldn't guarantee us how long we could be here for you know it could be a couple years we don't know so we're like we took it you know we needed a place and this was a true blessing to be able to come into a space that was very small and that we had to do multi-purpose room with it to come here and have a gathering space to have feastings and community gatherings and then have a separate site here where it's designated place for prayer in this little chapel. It's something we never had. So this is huge for us to have this, our own little chapel. Yeah, we're sitting right here in a chapel that housed uh, probably, let's say 40 nuns at the most at one time. Mm -hmm. uh, that's about how big the chapel is. And the nuns use this for their prayer time. So we're talking about sacred space because what makes a pray place sacred is the uh, people who come there. That makes the safe space sacred. And the Native Americans have a great understanding of the sacredness of places. Can you share a little bit about yeah. that? Native Americans were always a very spiritual place, even before the Europeans came in and, and showed us their way, you know, of Catholicism and that and how they pray. We were always very spiritual people and we always prayed and thanked the Creator every morning. And as we pray with the four sacred medicines, we have, you know, the sage, the tobacco, the cedar, and the sweetgrass. And tobacco is always a big part of our medicine and giving thanks. So a lot of people, even till this day, still take tobacco and put it in their right hand and uh, pray with it every day and give thanks to the Creator. And, you know, we lay that Sema, we call it Sema in Ojibwe, and put it down to give thanks. And we always give tobacco when we're asking elders or we're asking anybody in the community for advice or to share. We always give tobacco as an offering or like when we have drummers come in and that. And so it's always an honor to give tobacco and it's just a way of respect. So Native Americans were always spiritual and we're always praying and thanking the Creator for the life we have and what has given to us on this earth, you know, mm -hmm. and to have respect. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Saint Kateri, Lily of the Mohawks, 
Your love for Jesus so strong, so steadfast. Pray that we may become like you. Your short and painful life showed us your strength and humility. Pray that we may become for, forever humble like you. Like the bright and shining stars at night, we pray that your light may forever shine down upon us, giving light, hope, peacefulness, and serenity in our darkest moments. Fill our hearts, St. Kateri Tekawitha, with your same love for Jesus, and we pray that we may have the strength and courage to become one like you in heaven. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. What are you most proud of that God has done that is like, wow, this is a beautiful thing? Just like yesterday, I had a group of 24, you know, young adults, you know, in probably their 20s, you know, or I early see. 30s, um, visiting and to learn who we are. And my one question to them, the group, you know, besides the leaders that brought them here, you know, were like, did I say, ask them, did you ever hear of Kateri Center before? And they're like, no. I said, did you even hear of St. Kateri before? And they're like, no, not one of them heard. So I was like, wow. Usually there's one person at least raising their hand, but none of them raised their hand. And so that was like, it was shocking, but yet humbling. I'm like, because now you guys know our story and know of us now. You know, we're always open to others coming in and, you know, to ask us questions, you know, and to learn the real history and the real truth, you know, because sometimes the government and society with the education system, our whole story is not, it's skewed from. <laughs> and so to learn that real history and the, who we are, you know, is nice and to experience our culture and traditions and be part of our masses, like how we try to make our presence of our culture into the mass. I just welcome any of your listeners to come look for us on the web, www.stkaterycenterchicago.org. Come and learn about us so that you may help us become more visible. Well, I'm a definite advocate, and uh, I will be back, and I thank you for the work that you're doing. Thank you. So God bless you. Thank you. Mm-hmm.